Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, our story continues. It was shortly before 8 o'clock at night. In the living room of the Lane farmhouse, Aunt Mary sat working at the desk which stood to one side of the fireplace. She pushed back a stray lock of hair and then suddenly stopped writing, listened attentively as a car drove past the house and into the barn. Then... Aunt Mary smiles to herself as Randy entered. Hiya, Mom. Hi. What are you doing? Egg accounts. Well, uh, uh, how about putting it aside for a moment in favor of a little conversation? Can't afford to fritter away my time. Well, what makes you so sure that what I have to say won't prove stimulating, interesting, and worthwhile? Well... Never mind. Don't answer that. (laughs) Uh, Where's Lefty? In town. He went in to have dinner with David Bowman. Oh, then you had supper alone? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh... Peggy asked me to eat with her and Bill, but, oh, I don't know. I just felt like being by myself. Besides, Peggy looked a little tired, it seemed to me. Yeah, I expect she was. Yeah, Peggy put in a pretty full day at the office. And as secretary to the Lane Realty Company, she isn't hardened to that, I can tell you. <laughs> what did you do for supper, Randy? Peggy just said you wouldn't be home until later tonight. Oh, uh, I, I ate with uh, Carter Bingham. Uh, had to close the deal, you know. You mean it? <laughs> I do indeed. Y- you know that listing I got last week? That 10 acres John Perry owns where Highway 22 cuts across Workman Road? Yeah. Well, I met Mr. Bingham out there early this afternoon. He seemed pretty enthusiastic about the property, but uh, I thought that maybe he was just shopping around, you know. But uh, tonight he gave me his check as a deposit. That's dandy, son. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're meeting Perry at the bank tomorrow to settle all the details. Oh, that's fine. What's Mr. Bingham going to do with the land? Uh, dairy farm. Good thing he didn't say chicken farm, isn't it, Mom? <laughs> Hope that never happens to me. Why? Well, think of the predicament I'd be in, knowing that a guy wanted to buy a piece of land with the idea of going into competition with my own mother. Mm, don't let that bother you. <laughs> I defy anybody to produce higher-grade eggs than come off the Willow Road farm. <laughs> uh, say, by the way, Mom, I, uh, I ran into Lily this afternoon driving back into town. She sent you her love. Oh? How is she? Fine. Yeah, she was walking back from Cameron's place. I gave her a lift. From Brett Cameron? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'd been there for lunch. You know, Lily's a good-looking girl. Really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has the kind of looks that... Well, that show character. Lily's got a lot of character. She's a fine girl. Darn right. <laughs> I've been thinking about that comparison Peg drew between Kit Calvert and Lily. You know, it's not so far off at that. Think not? No. Oh, they both got a bum start in life. 
tough time as a kid. Lily, because she was poor and hadn't any parents to guide her. And Kit, because she had too much money and Ben Calvert for a father. A father who gave her a, a lousy set of values. As a result, they both developed a hard surface, a defensive attitude to hide their own fears. That may be true, Randy, so far as it goes. But I'd say there's been some glaring differences as they grew up. When Lily encounters obstacles, she meets them head on, honestly. I doubt if she's ever gone after anything at the expense of hurting someone else. She's a strong person, Randy. I know. But in her way, Kit is too, Mom. She just used her strength the wrong way, that's all. But I think she's aware of that now. Yeah, the makings are all there. She can become just as fine a person as Lily. Randy, uh, tell me something. Yeah? What are you... On what are you basing your belief that Kit has changed? Well, the way she acts and... Well, the things she says, I guess. The things she says? I see. And how does she act? What's her attitude and her behavior toward other people? <laughs> well, that's certainly some question. After all, the girl hasn't exactly indulged in much social life for some time. She was in the sanitarium for months, and now she's in prison. She's hardly had much of a chance to... to... To prove herself, Randy? Well, yes, but I wasn't going to say it quite that way. What made you ask a question like that? Oh, I just wondered. In other words, you're basing your belief that Kit's changed by what she says. Well, what else is there to go on? What else can the girl do but talk about how she feels? She probably wouldn't, but... Well, she knows she can confide in me, and she knows that I believe in her. What is this, Mom? I, I thought you agreed with me about Kit. Randy, I've never questioned the possibility that Kit could reshape her life, could become a fine woman. But I just wondered how you could be so positive that the change had already taken place. Well, I don't know, but... But I am. The things she says, they seem to come from her heart. Honestly, Mom, I, I think I can tell. I don't think I could be fooled by that. And at that same moment, at the Three Falls Prison for Women, Kit Calvert turns away from the door of her room to stare at a girl who was brought in just before the 8 o'clock lockup. The newcomer, a small-boned, dainty-looking young woman, lies sprawled across one of the beds. She returns Kit's stare with a smile. And then... Well, through giving me the one silver? Mm-hmm. My name's Mickey Gray. You came in last week, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I've been in the reception building, in isolation. Adjusting. <laughs> I should say readjusting. I'm glad they moved me in with you. Why? Just a hunch I have, lovey, that we'll get along. You're Kit Calvert, right? Grapevine been working? The matron, old Gimlet, I told me. But I remember reading about you in the paper when you were sentenced. <laughs> Not that perjury is a very colorful charge. But I was interested because of your background. And your picture. You take a good picture, lovey. Oh, what's this lovey business? Just a habit of mine. <laughs> I remember when I read about you. I thought you must be frightfully dumb to get into such a mess. <laughs> 
Now, here I am, keeping you company. So evidently, you'd prefer having the room to yourself. That's right. You are up on a perjury charge, aren't you? One to three years, right? You're the sullen type, aren't you, Lolly? <laughs> well, I'll break you down. You'll get used to me. That's debatable. No? No, no thanks. Don't thank me. They're your cigarettes. Hmm. Free-handed little thing, aren't you? Quite. Well, they were laying there on top of the chest, and I was out of them. So. You know, this room could stand a bit of fixing. Draperies, slip covers for the chairs, a few pictures on the wall. Help a lot. I haven't any money to spend that way, but it could be your contribution to our well-being. They'll let you do it, you know. So I've heard. Well? I'm not interested. <laughs> I guess that settles that. It's obvious you haven't been here very long, Lovie. Why do you say that? The fact that you're not interested in brightening the corner where you are. It's hard to give in, isn't it? To accept the fact that you're in prison. I know where I am right now. Well... Unless you decide to do something about this room, you're going to be mighty sick of it before you're through. One to three years. That's no weekend. Even one year... I'm not going to be here that long. Oh? You're not, huh? Well, that's very interesting. Unfortunately, they have rules, you know. Rules? What do you mean? It means you're stuck, lovey. Huh? Think so? Well, I'm going to get out of this place. And fast. And just how do you propose to work that? Mm, there's always a way to work things. There's always an angle. And I'm going to find it. A way. An angle. That sounds like the way you used to talk, Kit. The sort of thing that put you where you are now. I wonder what Randy would think if he had heard you make that statement. 